Welcome back to the Bronze Nugget Podcast, where we share little nuggets of wisdom that we can't promise are valuable. I'm Wayne. And I'm Jenna. And we are back at it with another episode. How are you, Jenna? I'm doing good. I'm very excited um, for this upcoming week because I'm going to uh, one of my, well, two of my best friends' wedding, uh, getting married to each other. I'm in San Diego, so I'm excited to come back and report on that. And I'll be excited for you to return. <laughs> Aw, thank you. Yep. But um, as far as this week goes, I'm still loving my job. Still just playing with dogs all day. It's pretty pretty excellent, I must say so myself. <laughs> I'm just waiting on my grooming kit to arrive so I can start my courses and um, and the textbooks and stuff. So looking forward to that. Um, and then this week also... My little Benji boy got his balls snipped. (laughs) (laughs) And observing him in his little cone has been a treat. Oh, yes. Wish we could show you guys all the videos. He's already clumsy (laughs) and he's already derpy. And when you add a cone into the mix, it almost takes it above a level you can comprehend. (laughs) But he has gotten much better. The first day was quite interesting, but he has gotten more used to it now. And if you hear breathing in the background, that is him. We've let him into our podcasting room so we can observe him so he doesn't try to lick, lick his, his privates because <laughs> he's smart he knows we don't want him to do it so when we let him out in the backyard or anytime we like go into Turn a different room your back yeah on he's just like oh i'm gonna lick it now because so. we take off the cone while we're home because obviously we can observe him and he just has to wear it when we're at work or um sleeping but um it was uh quite an event i must say getting them done we took him to the humane society because it's like hundreds of dollars cheaper than the vet and they've done a good job in the past um and so we took him there they the thing is, though, is they're just so overworked. They need more people there because they do all their fixes for, like, cats and dogs and, like, bunnies all on the same day. Like, on... Hey, Bench, come here. Wayne's getting very nervous because he's around his gaming stuff. Yeah, he's sniffing everything. <laughs> um... But anyways, so they do all of their fixes in one day and they have you drop them off at 8 a.m. And so I was planning on him being there for like a while, but they didn't call me until 5.45 and they close at 6. I like checked up a couple times just and I was very nice. Like I understand when you're overworked, but I was getting kind of nervous because that's a, almost like 12 hours of being there. Like, yeah. And so and also when they called me um, and I went there, I think he had just barely, barely like had woken up because his legs still like weren't really working. He was very distressed and they like handed him off to me while I was still trying to pay. He so. was like barely conscious. Yeah. So, so I like, think they just squeezed him in at the yeah, very end of the day. But we got around. him there. He was like one of the first ones. I, I got yeah. there at like literally 8.15 or 8.30. Yeah, because the drop off time was between 8 and 9. So anyways, poor guy. He was just very, very distressed and just, you know, being in a place you don't know for 12 hours, probably locked in a cage for most of the time. I just... I felt bad, um, and he was not doing okay on the way home, just very, and I knew he would be, like, out of it, it just wasn't what I expected him to be so, like, distressed, but he's doing a lot better now, he was okay, he took the first night easy, and now he's right back to normal, palling around with peanuts, so. (laughs) Yep, so just, uh, be aware that if you get your dogs spayed or neutered at the Humane Society, just know that it may not be the smoothest of experiences. Right. But it's so cheap that it's worth it. Yeah, so. and like I said, we've had good experiences in the past. I don't, like, doubt their ability. It's just I think they're overworked because 
they're the only place that provides like services at an affordable price. So yeah, it's kind of ridiculous how much it does cost. Yeah, so, for like regularly, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Benji lives on. Yeah. <laughs> if he can get but his will, balls snipped, we can a... survive anything. True, I said, but he lives on, but he will not be a father. He will yeah. have a legacy. <laughs> yeah. That is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our, it's our news section now, right? Yeah. And so uh, I was actually looking into stuff. About two months ago, apparently, it's just a fun fact for you, Subway was exposed for... Uh, I think two separate labs tested tuna, which I don't know how they got a, a hold of what they said, 10 feet worth of tuna Ten feet? in each lab testing. And it they tested it, and apparently it there was no... Yeah, I don't know. Huh? Apparently there was no trace of fish or tuna in the tuna. Are yeah. you surprised? That, well, frick, <laughs> like, come on. Tuna's not even that expensive. Yeah. So... It's just I interesting, guess. and the labs are saying that it could be a possible a possibility of it is it could be so processed that it's unrecognizable. So that's another thing. It could be tuna, but it's so processed that uh, their labs can't even determine what it is. We literally ate Subway today. But I, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you're I, now telling me this. But but, I, but we I don't, never we get, get the tuna. tuna. We True. get like literally the meat. Like how can they? I don't. And even I was gonna know. say, um, I guess. I'm a little surprised about Subway because it's like, I would expect that from like McDonald's. Now, I'm not dissing on McDonald's. I love myself some McDicks, but I would like their filet o fish. Oh, no, no doubt in my mind that that does not contain <laughs> fish. Who orders that, first of all? Name one person who orders it, and if they do, they're a psychopath. Okay. My dad. Are you are you serious? He loves I have the never met a person. Yeah. I have never no, met I've, one single person. I've never person. met another person, but my dad actually likes the filet of fish. Oh, does that explain a my lot? God. <laughs> <laughs> my God, my maybe he passed ba- passed down his sociopathic. I have to confront him. No, <laughs> yeah, no, you should quiz him. I know that he's gotten it before, and I was appalled. Uh. But I don't, I, it's not like that's the only thing he gets. Like I just yeah. know that he is Has like, oh gone. yeah, that's pretty good. I'll get it. But my dad probably literally also eats order anything. the McRib then. My dad, like, I love my dad, but he's the type of guy who will just eat leftovers when you probably shouldn't eat him. Oh no! Like he he just does oh, no. waste not want not to the extreme. I mean, good for him, I guess. He's not well. He grew up very poor, or... <laughs> so I see his his ways. But my dad is a very hygienic. Don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> hygienic, super smart, he successful. Just eat dude. anything. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now you see where That's I get vice. it from. No, I was kidding. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting disturbing. tidbit. And then also on top of that, with another company called Nabisco, which is the one that makes all those pre-packaged cookies and stuff, apparently there's a huge strike going on or big negotiations between the workers and the company itself. So to put it in perspective, 2020 was their most successful year when it came to profit ever of the company, like in the billions, as far as I know, like three billion ish, I think. And the workers, obviously, uh, they've had contracts and they have a pension and they have eight-hour shifts in those contracts and stuff and working full-time. But now the the Nabisco as a company is trying to force a new contract that says that they have to work six days a week and 12-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. They're already understaffed at all of their factories and they don't get overtime because six days a week, 12-hour shifts, you should be getting overtime past 40 hours, but they don't get overtime until they work seven days in a row 
and then they start but getting overtime. how is overtime. that legal? I don't know. Like, and literally how? I, I have no idea. But apparently, Steve was telling me this, my buddy Steve. Uh, this is what China does right now, currently, is 12-hour shifts, six days a week. That's gross. Which is disgusting. And so That's literally th- your whole life. And, and, and it's just weird that Nabisco's like, oh, we need more profit, even though we're more successful than we've ever been. We're going to take it out of our workers. So the workers are freaking out. Uh, uh, like justifiably so but i just thought that was really scummy that's so wild to me yeah because it's like greedy corporations we have to, man. yeah f corporate america and just corp- corporations in general yeah. i hate it meanwhile there's like what, enough was is it? never like, enough it's like disturbing was it like sweden or something some uh, country is like trying to go to a four-day work week like on the opposite end and it's like being really successful yeah because so. people are more productive and in happier, shorter amounts yeah. And like the like your mental state hugely impacts your work. How do you feel about like the the grind don't stop mentality? Like, oh, you've got to grind. It's a waste of time to sleep. Like grinding. Well, like obviously, 100%. I'm not even a morning person. So you're literally like, oh, if I sleep past nine, I'm wasting the day away. And I'm like, wake me up at noon. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't. I've never. Okay, I feel maybe like, like twice in my life I've slept I, until noon. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's like a big part of the issue too. Is people are like, man. You've got to grind. You've got to work your your butt nah, off like, like hardcore. But I do agree with that. But you have to set boundaries between your work yes. life and your regular life. Because you still like – I think there is a balance because like if you never had work, I think – like when you're on – it's kind of the feeling of when you're on vacation, you know, kind of towards the end. You're like, all right, I've done enough relaxing. It's kind of like tiring to relax at this point. Um, but then if on the other end, if you're working like six days a week, 12 hour shifts, that would literally How do you kill you. Like, that last day would literally just to be to reset. Like you couldn't do anything else yeah. other than reset and, and like rehabilitate yourself. And you still want to have time for your hobbies, like just for living your life. Yeah. And on unwa- like every day when you come home from work at like whatever, if you work a nine to five every day, like that is still a lot. It's a, It's most of your day every day. And so you need the evening to do things you want to do, and then you have the weekend. It turns it's you into a like, robot when it's 12 hours. You're literally going home shit. to sleep and going back to work. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Let's strike with them. Yeah, actually, there's been a huge Nabisco. I'll sign a petition. Yeah, apparently Frito-Lay had a very similar situation, too. Interesting. So now you guys know about scummy companies uh, <laughs> taking shortcuts with their tuna as well as their workers. <laughs> and their cookies. Don't buy their cookies anymore, I mm. guess. But what you can buy is spooky season attire <sighs> and cosmetics for your house. Yeah, it's spooky season. Why did I say cosmetics for your house? What do you call it? Decorations. Decor. Wow, I am... Home decor. I'm still in video game mode. I'm like, cosmetics. I'm surprised that Wayne brought this up first because this is something I wanted to address, that we are now in spooky season. A lot of people um, fight with me on that because I was going to decorate for Halloween on Saturday and Wayne was like, it's too early. I was like, no, it's not. It's September. And so... um, Halloween is her favorite holiday, favorite, by the way. Favorite, 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 Which favorite, is blah, 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 blah. so funny and ironic because my entire life I've been the biggest party poop for Halloween ever. Why, though? I've literally probably dressed up Were you, like, like, not allowed to trick-or-treat? No, I was. My my parents are totally fine with it. I just never thought it was that big a deal. Uh, I, I, I don't even remember. I literally don't remember dressing up. What? I, like, since I'm, like, I was mind a blown. My, like, a very I'm like, little uh, kid. Like I, when I was like a teenager and up, I wore I literally just just to get everyone off my back. I wore a shirt that said cheap costume I hate on you. it. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> 
That's okay. Wayne dressed up with me last year. It I was did. Our first. Well, I was shaggy. Because yeah, we did a Scooby Doo themed um, with our friend group, um, so that was cute. And we had a big Halloween party at our house because we had just bought our house, and it was so much fun. I just love everything about Halloween. All of, just all of it. <laughs> Freaking I bats. Like I and I don't even know where that came from because. I mean, I love holidays in general so much because my family has always made it a very big deal. Like, we have traditions for every holiday. Um, and I just think those things are so fun and so special. But, like, I don't know what about, like, I get fall is my favorite season. I love all the activities. Like, I don't know what stu- where it started. I've just always loved it. Haunted houses, pumpkin patches. I sound I sound like such a white girl right now. Bo but Burnham I like, wrote that song about I know, you. But I but I fully live it. You know what I'm I'm not like basic like, oh let's go get a pumpkin spice latte. But I'm like I'm like, let's do every Halloween thing that we can possibly do. I don't appreciate you dissing my love for pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. Well, we can still appreciate them, but I'm saying I'm not that basic, mm, you know? Mm. I have a true deep love for Halloween. Is not that- just like, oh it's it's fall weather. Let's it's get out our sweaters and scarves and boots. Like it's like let's get out my ghosts and my bats. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you do have a bat movies. on your arm, so yes, I do have a bat tattoo. We talked about that last time. Yep, but she's very very excited for that. Anyways, fact. yeah, could go on forever about it, but we'll move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we'll have we have one recommendation. Um, this week, which kind of also segues, we have a little bit like of a relationship advice. Um, yeah, we can it double it. Yeah. Yeah. So our recommendation is another Switch game, a Nintendo Switch game. Um, Heave Ho. Heave Ho. It's relatively new. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. I'd never heard it. about it or yeah, seen it ever. It's pretty new. Um, but we played it because we went on a double date with some of our Our best first friends. double date as a married couple. Yeah, with another married couple. So it doesn't feel like we're dead, that all our friends think we're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. That's the good thing about our friend group. And here's a little side tangent. If you guys have friends that get married and you're still single, they still want to hang out with you, man. Yeah, so bad. Like, even solo, like, it's not that big a deal. Like, it's everyone, I don't know where it comes from, but when you, like, get in a relationship or you get married, people think, oh, they just want to hang out with each other now. But it's still, that doesn't change anything. A good relationship still requires each person to have their set of friends. Yeah, and we talked about this. Yeah, and we kind of did before. Friends, but especially like especially when you live together. Like (laughs) we spend a ton of time together and I love that, obviously. Like there's a reason that I chose you to be my spouse. But especially when you live together, you're together so much. It's super nice to have friends reach out. Yeah, you naturally spend time with each other. It's good that other people try to spend time with you. you. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, we went on this double date and we tried out heave ho during part of it. We went out to dinner and then we went to their house and played Splendor, which is a great board game. If you guys haven't tried it out. Yeah, for sure. It's a very simple board game where you just collect gems and try to get to a point. It's like a little strategic, but enough like luck involved. Like long, hard, like strategy games. Like simple strategy. Yes. Simple strategy with thinking ahead multiple steps. Yeah. So So that's where the depth comes in. Super fun. So Splendor and then Heave Ho, which is a cooperative game where you control people with these little creatures with two two arms, one left arm and one right arm, and you can gra- you can use the buttons to make each hand individually grab things. And so you grab and move them around these obstacle courses to the finish line and to like a little flag. 
And you have to do that all together yeah, before you so complete the level. Yeah, so you have to like link together and swing around yeah. and try to grab the next wall and or And there's whatever. like spikes and obstacles in your way and stuff. It was it's, really fun. Probably one of the most yeah. fun cooperative games I've it's ever played. It's one of those things that are like the, the controls obviously and the objective is so easy, but they make it like hard enough because you have to work together. Yeah. That it's just. And it's, it's wacky controlling a character that only has arms. Yeah. Like it, it sounds so simple, but the, the depth comes from trying to control that character and cooperating with each other. And he, like, our friend described it perfectly because he was like, it's like you get, like, not really frustrated with each other, like, a little bit, like, but you're mostly laughing about it. Like, it's not one of those things where you're like, oh, come on, dude. You're just, like, laughing your head off because you keep, like, flinging off, like, dying. Like, yeah. Because it's so, like I said, It's simple, like cooperative like, fall guys that yeah. you can grab each other. Like, yeah, it's fun. It's a tutti game. So heave ho, everybody. Definitely a solid Try option. Try it with your friends. See if your relationships stand the test. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always good. You got to play some of that. Yeah. Splendor, too. Jenna gets pretty competitive during board games and card games. I don't get competitive. I just win. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case, everybody. Well, yeah, It's like, I don't get butthurt if I don't win. I just You get butthurt if I... So pick cover, on me. Cover, if you pick on so, me, so, I get so, butthurt. Here, let me, oh, let, my God. <laughs> can you tell that this is a point of contention in our relationship? So... In games, sometimes the only option or the most smart option for me to win is targeting Jenna. And sometimes it just literally fate, like the stars align and I'm able to take advantage of putting her under and then I'm becoming victorious. But she feels like it's a personal attack. Okay, no, I don't feel like it. Well... You feel the, like I'm targeting this, you, yeah. Because, but the only well, reason only I'm targeting you only because we're playing games with like my. Fa- it always happens when we play with my family, and Wayne, I feel, is too scared to like mess up their game, so he can only pick on me, and that's when it bothers me. Is if you're deliberately coming after nah, me again and again. I, I've been so comfortable with your family for so long. There's no way I'm worried about screwing okay, them over sure. in a in a board game. Sure. And if any of them <laughs> are listening to this, yeah, you heard me right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So anyways, that's our game suggestion. Um, Check them out. Let us know if you like them or if you have any questions because – or if you want to play them with us. Yeah. (laughs) We'll play them with you. Yep, it's Um, true. And then it kind of like segues into what we wanted to do for relationship advice just because we're talking about how, wow, it was like fun to go on a double date with another married couple and um, just that it's – Super important to plan activities together. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, Huge. like, but just enough so that it switches up the routine. Because, like we were just saying, we live together. You spend so much time together. It's super easy to get into a pattern, a pattern of just like coming home, eating dinner, watching TV, going to bed, and no, there's nothing like wrong with that. Some, because some most days you days, need that. Yeah, like you are more chill. You want to relax after work for sure. Um, but just so that like you still are, cause Wayne has always said this to me and I thought it was cool that like, he always still wants to be dating me. Like, yeah. Just because you get in a relationship with somebody or you marry someone, you still need to treat them like you are trying to win them over. That's where a lot of relationships fizzle out. In my opinion is they marry them and like subconsciously. They're like, oh, I've got her now. Like, and subconsciously you relax and you feel like, yeah, you have her in your corner or him and you don't have to make as much effort and they're happy with whatever. But you still have to look at your partner as, hey, like they chose me, but 
I want them to continue to want to choose me. Yeah, totally. Or make them happy, you know? And so that's how I've always seen it is that you got to keep on dating them, treat them exactly the same as the time that you won them over or uh, what they fell in love with. Yeah. And so it can just be something simple. Like Wayne and I, a lot of the times will like to go to the dog park. Super easy, yeah, that's free fun. thing to do. Or, we'll or just... Jenna's really good at, at having us go on a walk with the dogs too. Yeah. Or we'll like go and grab a cookie at our favorite soda shop that we've like talked about before. Yeah. Yeah. That just sounds like... very basic Utah of us. but Oh, for sure. And, or even like whenever like we were like, oh, Starbucks came out with their seasonal things. Let's go try yeah. them out because we've never really tried those before. Yep. And so just small things like that that could be like maybe a couple bucks we even went to a random arcade in a, a mall the other day and we we're just like let's yeah. just do it and we just played the games yeah, together played the games Super together fun. so yeah, it doesn't have to be that. crazy it can be spontaneous but totally. just try to mix things up in whatever fashion and don't feel tons of pressure about it just go with the flow and think hey what would i do if this was one of our first dates like right. what would i want to do yeah totally kind of thing so, so fun. that's kind of our uh, relationship advice for this episode. Yeah. And then which leads us into talking about movies. So if you do want to have a night in and watch TV with your significant other, um, we thought we would share our best movie recommendations. And we're going to try to order our top three well, in the right order. Wayne has ordered his top three. I'm still struggling over here. Well, oh, Wayne I didn't, go first. I didn't and order then, them. Oh, I want you, you to guess them. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I want to guess the right. I want you to guess. Is so it? I'll label them and talk to them. But I want you to guess which one is my okay. absolute favorite. And then the next thing, the next thing. Okay, so, but you'll go first. And then I'll try and see okay. if I have So my top <laughs> three movies in no particular order. Number one, Inception. It's one of the only movies I've seen multiple times in theaters, believe it or not, back when I was in high school. I'm freaking old. And I think Inception is just a masterpiece. It's so so cool. Such a cool concept. Great actors. Star-studded cast. Uh, amazing just cinematography. It's just an art piece, in my opinion. And it's timeless. Like, we watched it semi-recently and i was like this has aged perfectly it didn't feel aged at all and it's an older movie it's like 2011 2012 i think maybe even older but i really enjoyed that one um and then another one uh, this is not going to be a surprise to anyone who knows me star wars the empire strikes back um it's part of the original the first trilogy and i think empire strikes back is just the epitome of like prime star wars and mm-hmm. so i really liked that one especially because when i was a kid hoth was the shiz uh snow walkers snow speeders snow snow uh, snow troopers are my favorite type of stormtrooper. just <laughs> everything in that movie was just so cool and there's so many cool video game spinoffs of the movie too just awesome i think it's the best star wars movie ever made um but it is a close race when it comes to that now, third, this is probably not many people know about this movie, Pan's Labyrinth. Now, this is actually a foreign movie. I think it's Brazilian made, uh, uh, but I could be wrong. It's a foreign film, so you do have to have subtitles and everything's in a different language. But it's basically a fairy tale ish kind of movie. Isn't it German? Uh, I thought it's Brazilian. Hold on, I'm going to look. Uh, Made in 2008. Spanish-Mexican dark fantasy. Yep, Spanish-Mexican, so it could be Brazilian. Hmm. Um, But I love this movie. It's set in World War II times in the thick of the war. And it's about this little girl and her family. 
and uh, it's just very interesting. That's all I can say. It kind of mixes in like modern day fairy tale with a little bit of horror. It is very unique, but it is an amazing film. So if you guys haven't heard about it, it gained a lot of rewards uh, and stuff, but Pan's Labyrinth is an amazing film. Yeah, Wayne had me watch that. We watched that when we were still just friends, and he sat like five feet away from me on the couch. <laughs> you know what it is? You were fresh out of a relationship. Whatever. Anyways, but yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Some harbored feelings, huh? So now I have to guess. The which... order of those. I feel like it's pretty close, so I don't, I, I don't blame you if you get it wrong, wrong. I would say Star Wars, like just out of my own assumption, but whenever we were talking, like you would always say, "Oh, my favorite movie is Pan's Labyrinth." So, based off of what you've said to me in the past, and maybe you meant one of your favorites, but just based off of what I heard, we'll do first Pan's Labyrinth. Correct. Wow, you're good. And your then memory Star serves Wars you and well. Then Inception. Yep. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Wow, I'm just so intuitive. I'm just so simple, I guess. But yeah. That's awesome. Those are my top three. But if you, like I said, my top suggestion of all of those is Pan's Labyrinth. If you want to experience a movie that's unlike any other. And that's a true recommendation because it's not as well known. Well known, yeah. It's very interesting. So Fantastic. And don't let the subtitles thing. Bother you, yeah. Like it's, it, you get used to it, essentially. Yeah. You know? And I I mean, I have subtitles on regardless. People who don't have subtitles on, I don't know how you do it. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I don't quite have a top three of all time. I just have a very hard time deciding because I like most movies that I see, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just so many that I was, like, thinking of and that I know I'm forgetting. Um, but Wayne knows my favorite movie of all time. I can at least say one. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Baby Driver. Yes. Which is awesome. It's so I love good. that movie. Ansel Elgort and That's a top ten for me, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. Um Lily James. I think that's her last name. Uh she was Cinderella. She's what else has she been on recently? I think that's probably but she's amazing. I adore her. I think that's Ansel Elgort's best movie. 100%. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, he was also in The Fault in Our Stars. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Baby Driver is completely different, but yeah. it's just the music in it. The just the storyline is so cool. Like the actors are great. Um, I think the Jamie soundtrack. Fox is in it holy too. freak! The yeah, soundtrack. I said the music. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have to reiterate. It's, it's that just good. so good. I just barely rewatched it too on the plane when we were flying to Jamaica. I was just like, mm, it's time. So yeah. highly recommend that. I th- I mean, a lot of people love that movie, um, but that has consistently stayed my favorite. So um, that one. And then I watched this one uh, with Steve, actually, who Wayne was just talking about when they used to be roommates. And then I watched it recently again with my family. It just reminded me how um, good it was. And it's just so like lighthearted and sweet. You watch it with your family or with your friends. It's called Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, and it's set in New Zealand. And so like their accents is just so fun. And, um, it's a story you don't really expect when you start it. Um, and it's just so like, it has a lot of, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> again, the scenery is amazing, again, because set in New Zealand, so there's some amazing shots. The soundtrack, amazing. Um, just such a sweet, tender story. Um, but it is also for adults, but it it's only PG-13. So um, that's on Netflix. Um, so definitely, definitely check that out. It was, like, made in 2016, so it's a little older, but 
so well done. I, I just enjoyed it so much. I would watch it again and again. Um, and then my last recommendation, I remember that is one of my top movies. Um, just cause, and I was a theater nerd, like Wayne exposed me <laughs> on whatever, Episode I don't know if that it was, was yeah. la- last week or whatever. Um, that I read the play 12 Angry Men back in high school and I loved it so much. And then I watched the movie adaptation that they made of it and it is so good. I've never heard of that. Really? No. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't watched it in a long time. Sounds um, like we have a date. Yes. Planned. So it's black and white. Oh. Um, and it's about. Uh, is it old as the hills or is it modern day? Yeah. Black no, it, it's old. Oh. So it, um, maybe like, I don't want to say the fifties, maybe the fifties again, we always say it bronze nuggets, bronze tier. (laughs) Um, but 12 angry men, it's about a set of jurors, um, in a murder trial. Um, and essentially every single, um, person on the jury thinks that this boy is guilty of killing his father, except for one. And so it's kind of, and it all takes place. In one room. And you like I was like riveted the whole time. Like That's impressive. You, you know That's what I cool. mean? Yeah, the fact that it only takes place in one room with twelve characters, like and the fact that it is it just like keeps Sounds moving, like that movie going. Lighthouse where it's all like in the lighthouse. <laughs> you don't say it. <laughs> Sorry, that was just a very funny sentence. Oh it's I, like I, the movie Lighthouse where everything is well in the lighthouse. It's just interesting. <laughs> I think I think that's like really there's a lot of movies where it's just like in one Location. Well, it has to be very or well in written. in a car. Yeah. yeah. So, so that, yeah, it's just amazing people can do that and make yep. it riveting, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Yep. So I would recommend that. If So just a couple of different ones across the board. Uh, Baby Driver, it's like a drama, comedy, Hunt for the Wilder People, totally a lighthearted comedy. And then 12 Angry Men is a drama um, that is like just a classic. Mm. So those are my quite the variety recommendations that are some some of my favorites. I wouldn't necessarily say top three, but they're mm-hmm. up there. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. We, I think that's all everything we have. I know. We never know how to end. We're always like, oh, okay. We, okay. We, we, well, uh, we, we gave you your yeah. stuff. It's a little bit shorter of an episode, but only by like 10 minutes. Yeah. So I feel like oh. we were a little bit like less tangent tea. Tangent Yeah, sure. Tangent That's a word. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll we'll go with that. But we'll we'll like we said, once a week we will have a podcast ready for you. Yes. Sir. So this will be up this week, and then I expect one next week. Yep. Okay. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And if you made it to the end, we love you even more. <laughs> Amen to that. Don't tell the other people that left early. But yeah, just okay. know that you're loved more. Yep. Okay. Well. All right. Farewell. Have a good week. Bye.